Welcome to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Pri, and today we're going to be talking about the Rochester Drug Cooperative, which is one of the top 10 drug distributors in the world. What happened was they are being brought up on charges, and I'm going to get into that. So my sources are from msnbc.com, drug abuse, gov and American Addiction Centers. And I'm also going to give some general information on what opio- opioids are, you know, what they do, and, uh, and some, some other facts. So uh, sit back and uh, here it goes. Opioids are a class of drugs naturally found in the opium poppy plant. Some opioids are made from the plant directly, and others, like fentanyl, are made by scientists in labs using the same chemical structure, semi-synthetic or synthetic. Opioids look like chemicals in your brain and body that attach to tiny parts on nerve cells called opioid receptors. Scientists have found that three types of opioid receptors, mu, delta, and kappa, named after letters in the Greek alphabet. Each of these receptors plays a different role. For example, mu receptors are responsible for opioids' pleasurable effects and their ability to to relieve pain. Opioids act on many places in the brain and nervous system including the limbic system, which controls emotions. Here, opioids can create feelings of pleasure, relaxation, and contentment. The brainstem, which controls things your body does automatically, like breathing. Here, opioids can slow breathing, stop coughing, and reduce feelings of pain. The spinal cord, which receives sensations from the body before sending them to the brain. Here, too, opioids decrease feelings of pain, even after serious injuries. Whether it is a medication like Vicodin or a street drug like heroin, the effects of opioids and many other drugs depend on how much you take and how you take them. If they are injected, they act faster and more intensely. If opioids are swallowed as pills, they take longer to reach the brain and are much safer. But how does someone get addicted to opioids? Long-term opioid use changes the way nerve cells work in the brain. This happens even to people who take opioids for a long time to treat pain, as prescribed by their doctor. The nerve cells grow used to having opioids around, so that when they are taken away suddenly, the person can have lots of unpleasant feelings and reactions. These are known as withdrawal symptoms. And it's kind of like the flu. You probably had, you know, aching fever, sweating, shaking, and chills. These are similar to withdrawal symptoms, but withdrawal symptoms are much, much worse. And I knew, you know, one of my uncles, he had a back surgery and he was taking, uh, he was taking oxy, Oxycontin and he was, you know, he was taking it. And when he was, when he, uh, you know, you have to take yourself off of it gradually. And he said coming off of it was horrible. And he had all of the symptoms, all of the symptoms that the, that the article said, you know, it, he was. He said that he'd wake up in the middle of the night with chills, just shaking, and, uh, and he said it was absolutely horrific. So, um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty brutal, and that's why opioids and opioids should be carefully watched by a doctor, so that a person knows how much to take and when, as well as how to stop taking them to lessen the chances of withdrawal symptoms. Eventually, the cells will work normally again, but that takes time. Someone who is addicted to opioids has other symptoms as well. For example, they cannot control how much drug they take, even though it may be having harmful effects on their life and their health. 
They have strong urges to take the drug called cravings, and they no longer feel satisfied by natural rewards like chocolate or TV. And how does someone become addicted to opioids? Obviously, it's 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 pretty obvious. You know, you take it and and you you know, you take it and you you need more because you start because your body needs more, you know. So you start taking more and more and more and then before you know it you're taking you're taking too much and your body can't handle how much you're taking even though that you need higher doses to get that to get that effect that it that in that it initially gives you and that's how people and that's how people get uh overdose so I'm going to read an article by MSNBC about the Rochester Drug Com- uh, Cooperative and I want you to take the information that I just gave you and you know let it kind of let it sit in your head for a little bit and then um you know as I read the article you know you can plug in what the uh, you know little pieces you know here and there on on what it is and I'm also going to explain a couple other things uh, as I read the article about uh oxycodone oxycontin and uh, fentanyl so here we go. In a national first, the fight against the opioid crisis, a major drug distri- distribution company, its former chief executive, and another top executive have been criminally charged in New York. Rochester Drug Cooperative, one of the top 10 largest drug distributors in the United States, was charged Tuesday with conspiracy to violate narcotics laws, conspiracy to defraud the U.S., and a willfully failing to file suspicious order reports. Lawrence Dowd III, the company's former chief executive, and William Pietruski, the company's former chief compliance officer, are individually charged with conspiracy to distribute controlled substances and conspiracy to defraud the U.S. Pietruski is also charged with willfully failing to file suspicious order reports with the Drug Enforcement Administration, also known as the DEA. Both Dowd, 75 years of age, and Petruski, 53, face life in prison. Dowd will appear in court Tuesday, and Petruski pleaded guilty last Friday. Jeffrey S. Berman, U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, said the U.S. Attorney's Office also filed a lawsuit against Rochester Drug Cooperative on Tuesday, seeking penalties and injunction relief. The prosecution is the first of its kind. Executives of a pharmaceutical distrib- distributor and, a dis- and the distributor itself have been charged with drug trafficking, trafficking the same drugs that are fueling the opioid epidemic that is ravaging this country. Berman said, Our office will do everything in its power to combat this epidemic. From street-level dealers to the executives who illegal- illegally distribute drugs from their boardrooms. Between 2012 and 2016, Rochester Drug Cooperative is accused of distributing tens of millions of doses of oxycodone, fentanyl, and other opioids to pharmacies that its own compliance department found had no legitimate need for them. Prosecutors said Rochester Drug Cooperative went against the DEA and its own policies and distributed drugs to pharmacies that were filing controlled substance prescriptions issued by practitioners acting outside the scope of their medical practice. Under investigation by law enforcement or an RDC's watch list, 
Rochester Drug Cooperative distributed controlled substances to these pharmacies even after identifying red flags, a statement from the U.S. attorney said, and at Dowd's direction, the company took on pharmacies that had been terminated by other distributors. So obviously, the bottom line here was, was, was cash. And they wanted to, wanted to pad their pockets even more. Even after knowing what these, what these, what these drugs do to people. You know, it's brutal. So what exactly is oxycodone? Oxycodone is an opiate agonist that is the active ingredient in a number of narcotic pain medications, including Percocet, Percodon, and Oxycontin. Oxycontin is a specific brand name for a pain medication in the opioid class, narcotic drugs, that contains the extended release version of oxycodone. So everyone's heard of oxycodone, and I always wondered, you know, I, I would hear oxycodone, oxycodone, I didn't know what they were until I, until I read about it. And ox, obviously, oxycodone is just a specific, uh, a specific brand name for the medication, uh, and it has oxycodone in it. And it and it and it releases it in a slower dose so that you get a um, longer, longer relief. Now, what is fentanyl? Because you hear about fentanyl a lot in the, in the news. Fentanyl is a powerful synthetic opioid that is similar to morphine, but is fifty to a hundred times more potent. And if anybody's heard of morphine, you know how brutal coming off of that stuff can be. Synthetic opioids, including fentanyl, are now the most common drugs involved in drug overdose deaths in the United States. In 2017, 59% of opioid-related deaths involved fentanyl, compared to 14.3% in 2010. Rochester Drug Cooperative's own employees describe some of the company's customers as very suspicious and even characterize particular pharmacies as a DEA investigation in the making, or like a stick of dynamite waiting for the DEA to light the fuse, the statement said. And executives at Rochester Drug Cooperative purposefully kept suspicious suspicions of pharmacies' illegal activity from the DEA, fearing investigations into the pharmacies and potentially losing customers, according to a criminal complaint. The company identified about 8,300 potentially suspicious orders of interest, including thousands of oxycodone orders between 2012 and 2016, but only reported four to the U.S. attorneys said. In that time, Rochester Drug Cooperative's sales of oxycodone tablets grew almost ninefold, from $4.7 million to $42.2 million prosecutor said their fentanyl sales grew from approximately 63,000 dosages in 2012 to more than 1.3 million in 2016. In that same time, Dowd's compensation ballooned to 1.5 million a year. Yeah, you could do the math on that, how much he was raking in every two weeks. Dowd cared more about profits than the laws intended to protect human life. Berman said, Rochester Drug Cooperative announced it has entered into a plea agreement in the criminal case and a settlement in the civil case. The company has agreed to admit to the accusations, submit to supervision by an independent monitor, reform its compliance program, and pay a $20 million fine. We made mistakes and RDC understands that these mistakes, directed by former management, have serious consequences, Jeff Eller, 
A spokesperson for Rochester Drug Cooperative said in a statement, we accept responsibility for those mistakes. We can do better. We are doing better. We will do better. One element of the opioid epidemic is a dramatic increase in the volume of prescriptions for opioids and all narcotics, Eller said. From 2012 to 2017, we did not have adequate systems in place, nor were our compliance team and practice rigor or I'm sorry, compliance team and practices rigorous enough to provide adequate controls and oversight over the increased demand for narcotic drug products from pharmacies. A new management team was put in place at Rochester Drug Cooperative in 2017 and began making significant changes with a focus on implementing a world-class compliance program, the company's statement said. Now, now taking all of that in, is, uh, it, it, it's, it's clear on what's going on with a lot of these pharmaceutical companies, and it's nothing new. These people are looking for, they're looking for profits, and they're making hand over fist. And they're doing it at the expense of, of a lot of a lot of people out there because these pills, these pills are getting out onto the streets, and and people are getting addicted to them, and you know they start taking it, and then they need more, and then they need more, and then they need more, and then they overdose. You know, and this is, it truly is a crisis. And another problem with this is that, you know, they're starting to lace other drugs with fentanyl and, and, and people don't know it. Some of these uh, drug dealers are doing that. You know, they're putting it in, in, uh, in cocaine and, uh, and in MDMA also known as ecstasy. So some people are going out there and they're getting, you know, they're getting these drugs that are laced with fentanyl and it turns it into like, you know, these, these super drugs and, and, uh, and, and people are, are, they're getting hooked and, and some people are, are overdosing and it's uh, it's unbelievable and it's and it's sad and it's sad that the genesis of this problem is coming from greedy greedy pharmaceutical companies these men who are charged to who are supposed to be leading these companies and doing the right thing and and they aren't and they're 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 padding their pockets uh, and you know in, in a way it's really it's blood money it's blood money because they see what's happening in the news and they know what's going on. And yet they're, you know, they, they're, they're still doing this stuff. And yeah, sure. These two guys, these two guys are getting caught, but it's, it's, it's still being done. It's still being done by, by others. Purdue, I think it's the, the people who make Oxycontin. I think their name is Purdue Pharma and they are, they're having issues themselves because they 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 have a ton of lawsuits against them right now. I believe it's two thousand. And instead of spending their money on litigation, they're looking to try to put money into helping people. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'll keep an eye on that. But the moral of the story here is: don't get involved in drugs. It's 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 not good for you. It's not good for anybody. And it's it's important that that this gets out to people because you know it's easy. You know, as we get older. We, we know we start uh, our bodies start to break down a little bit more so you start to feel more pain and maybe somehow you uh i don't know maybe you have a knee surgery and you start taking this medication and you notice how good it starts making you feel and then the next thing you know you get you get hooked on it you know it's important to know what the effects are of these drugs of what you're taking 
having the awareness of knowing, you know, when you go to the doctor and they say, okay, um, we're going to give you so-and-so medication for your pain or, or for anything here, we'll use anything as an example, say, uh, say anti, anti, um, anti-anxiety medication. Say you have anxiety. Okay. And you go in, you go and see the doctor and you know, you, you tell them, you know, the problems that you're having and they want to prescribe you anti-anxiety medication. I think that it's, it's a better course of action for you to go out and, and, and research, you know, certain diets because there's information coming out on, on gut health that helps curb your, your anxiety. And, and you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things coming out, you know, like, like blueberries and, 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 uh, you know, your, your potassium, keeping your potassium up so that it, it actually fights, fights anxiety. Um, so bananas, bananas are a big deal. Uh, avocados have a lot of potassium, you know, try to find more, I would say, have more of a holistic approach, s- some natural, natural healing of an approach to, to try to help you with, with, with some of your, some of your ailments that you're having. Because I mean, people have been on this earth for, you know, thousands and thousands of years and they didn't have, you know, the, the kind of drugs that we had back in the day. You know, they, they used the oils, they used, you know, they probably, you know, had some kind of specific diets that, you, that they used. Maybe they smoked a little, a little marijuana, you know, cause that's been around for a while. You know, that helps out. And in a lot of places it's becoming legal. So so be sure to, to do your homework, you know, when, before you go to the doctor and they want to start putting you on medication, you know, find out what the medication is for and see if you could find a, a more holistic approach to, to helping you. And, uh, and maybe that'll, maybe that, that'll help you, uh, move on from, uh, with, with, uh, with any problems that you're having. But in closing, I'd like to say that, uh, you know, that I really appreciate everybody who, who tunes into the podcast. I'm, I'm very appreciative and I'm going to keep on doing these and I want everybody to, to keep tuning in because there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on out there and there's a lot that we need to be more aware about. There's a lot of things that we need to uh, pay a little closer attention to. And I'm going to start bringing those issues out because it's, it's incredibly important and I don't have i I'm not trying to spew any kind of political agenda on anybody. I just want I just want to put out the information, put out the facts. I want people to be informed. I want people to be because it it's it, it helps with your day to day life knowing what the hell is going on. So that when somebody tells you something, you're like, actually, you know, maybe that's not true because you know so and so report said this. Because you do your own homework as well. You know, take my. I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. You know, listen to what I'm telling you and do your own research because that helps. You know, it helps getting out the right information out there because I look up, I look up what I'm doing before I do it. And I would, I would hope that if, uh, you know, after I do these, that people listen to them and then people get more involved and, and do their own investigations as well, just so that there's the information is, is, is getting out there and it's being spread to everybody because that's the most important, you know, that, that we all help each other because we're all in it together. And there isn't this, you know, as from what you see on TV, there's a, left versus right, you know, us versus them kind of agenda going on. And that's not really how it should be. It should be all of us together, working together, trying to find solutions and helping, helping each other. And, uh, and I hope that helps people out, you know, and, uh, once again, I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast 
and I'll see you guys next week. This is Pre out.